Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We are halfway through what we're calling a Friday free-for-all because there is so much happening. It's all happening. It's October. First full weekend in October. I hope you are fired up and ready to go. And if you haven't decorated for Halloween, man, you are behind the eight ball in my neighborhood. But I see, I didn't decorate for Halloween because I don't do that. But I did start to put my mini pumpkins and gourds all over my house. So cute. <laughs> I've got accents of orange everywhere because that's what makes me happy this time of the year. Touching the pumpkin. Ooh, and yes, definitely pumpkins. And I definitely will be touching the pumpkins. And also, I'm about to plant grass seed for the first time in my life, you guys. I've never done that before. I don't know if it's the right time. I don't know if it's going to work. I, I'm flying blind, but I'm really excited because on Friday, we've got a day of 73 degrees. I got to mow the lawn, aerate. I know about aerating. And then I'm going to plant grass seed or spread. I'm going to spread grass seed for the first time. You do not even want to see what hand motion I just did right there. I'm spreading grass seed. So it's a freaky Friday too. It's a Friday free-for-all, baby. After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We're live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Do you need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. So you can find me on Twitter, A-Law Radio. You know it. But for those of you who are brand new, uh, we're happy to, to connect with you on either Twitter or Facebook. Right now, we've got our first poll up. We thought we'd give baseball a head start because let's be honest, uh, even the baseball postseason really can't compete on a grand scale with football. <laughs> it's just not fair. The NFL is a bully, and it is, it's really a jealous lover, too. If you start to spend too much time paying attention to any other sport, the NFL fights back and demands your attention. So expect week five to be the craziest weekend we've seen so far. <laughs> It's going to happen. Just trust me. Not to mention it's a quadruple header, for heaven's sakes. So You know the NFL's crazy? We've given the Wild Card Weekend poll uh, a head start. So that's on Twitter and on Facebook. And pretty soon, the After Hours Game of the Week coming from the NFL. But for now, we want to carve out some space for college football. Because, yes, in October, it's go time. You've got a ton of conference matchups. We're soon to see the initial college football playoff rankings. And speaking of the college football playoff, when are we getting more teams? That's the question I keep hearing from so many people. 
to that end. It's been too long, but we're really excited to welcome Josh Pate back to the show. He's driving. He's on the move from college football site to college football stadium. And so thank you. Late kick Josh is how you can find him on Twitter. Uh, Josh, I get the question all the time. It seems like it's still the the big shadow over the sport of college football, even as games are going on. So how about the update? What is the latest with the college football playoff expansion? Well, everybody thinks that they're on the right track with it. And a lot of people who, you know, kind of came to a head and then walked away from each other in January are back in the same room now. So the thought is some of the tentative sign-off has been gotten. Some of the final sign-off is still to be gotten, but will be gotten. And when I say will be, I mean over the coming weeks and maybe next month or two. And, you know, I don't I don't necessarily cover that day-to-day because I, I really like to lock in in the season, but a lot of our writers do. And so I talk to them all the time about it because I do want to be up-to-date on it. And the feel is yet coming – But at the same time, you've got people in the room right now with each other who know full well conference realignment is not done. Mm. You've got people in the room who know full well there are member institutions in your conference that are talking to member institutions in my conference. So it's it's really convoluted. You got everybody with their own special interest and you're trying to get them on the same page. But here's what here's what really sort of calibrates the process, Amy. When you start talking about billions with a B that kind of calibrates the process and gets everyone on board. So it will happen, and I think it'll happen. I think you'll have an answer on this by the time we play this year's national championship game. Ultimately, when it comes to the realignment and conferences uh, looking so completely different than, say, even five years ago, what impact does that have on the playoff but also college football itself? I think a lot of maybe what you grew up on, if you're, let's just say if you're over 30, much less if you're over 50 or 60, what you grew up on, the territoriality, the regionality that was baked into the fabric of the tradition of college football, I think you'll still have that, but I think parts of it will be bygone in nature. You know, the next, the next generation of college football documentaries, if you think about it, are, are being lived out right now. Yeah. And we've lived them out over the past 10 years because really the past 10 years, as it turns out, were some of the final years of college football kind of quote-unquote as you knew it. And you don't even have to just look at realignment for that. You can talk about what the transfer portal has done to the sport. Mm. You can talk about what NIL has done to the sport. And so I'm not saying all these things are bad things, but they are definitely different things. And with conference realignment, I think also what it's done, and I don't necessarily know that I love this aspect, is it has nationalized the sport much like you would see in the NFL. In the NFL, it is nothing if you were to tell me the Chargers are playing the Jets Sunday. But it is a huge deal if you tell me UCLA is playing Rutgers Sunday or Saturday because they're on opposite coasts. Mm -hmm. That's just not the way college football has normally worked. Or if it does, there's very much a novelty aspect because it would be an out-of-conference game. Well, that matchup I just gave you, Rutgers-UCLA, will be a conference matchup in a few years. <laughs> and so the territoriality, that's out of there. You don't. And here's the other thing. When I say Southern football, when I say Big Ten football, when I say Pac-12 football, right now that means something to you. You get an idea in your mind of what the style of football in that region is. I don't know what that means five years from now because there'll be teams coast-to-coast in several of those conferences. So it just kind of is football. 
And then you throw in the NIL and how that's impacted college sports, not just football, though it is primarily football and men's basketball. And you're right. It feels like the wild, wild west where anything goes right now. Let's just say you're in the room as a power broker where they're trying to decide what the playoffs should look like. Josh, what type of a bracket? How many teams would you advocate for? Oh, you don't want me in that room. I I would not be good for business at all. Yeah, I would be terrible for business. They don't look. They won't even let me come on network at CBS and talk about this because they know what I'm going to say. Oh, come on, give it to me then. Yes, I. Here's what I love, and this is going to sound very, very out of left field. Uh, I know I'm in the minority here, Amy. I don't even really care about the postseason that much in college football. I love bowl season, but I don't even. I do not center my thought process around who the national champion is going to end up being. I watch the game. I go to the game every year. I cover it. I love it. I get it. But our sport is so disproportionate to other professional sports. In, in pro football, in baseball, basketball, everything is centered around the postseason with good reason because the entire sport is built for that. Colleges existed long before college football existed. Then some of these places decided that they wanted those extracurriculars attached as an appendage to the school. And some of them existed in 1913. Some of them popped up in 1960. (laughs) Uh, Some conferences have money. Some don't. Some have uh, academic institutional limitations. Some don't. There's no, there's no perfect balance in college football yet. It kind of gets hodgepodge and it gets kind of crammed into this postseason model where everyone is, seemingly supposed to be judged on the same scale. And I know that sounds like word salad. What I'm saying is I love Saturdays in the fall. That's what I love. I mean, I live for them. Those 12 Saturdays that you're (laughs) going to give me, I love it. I do not need to watch Tennessee at LSU this Saturday. I don't need to go to A&M Alabama this Saturday. I don't need to watch Utah, UCLA this Saturday and have someone every 15 minutes wondering in my ear, how's this going to impact the playoff? It's impacting my Saturday. That's what I care about. And so my answer to you in a very long-winded way is I very much miss the day where it was just kind of that BCS model. And a lot of people didn't like that because they didn't like the concept of a computer deciding things. Well, let me tell you something. In that era, the phrase bowl opt-out never existed. The phrase meaningless regular season game or meaningless bowl game never existed. That's only been a recent kind of college football era phenomenon. So the answer to a lot of folks when I say this, the answer to them is, yeah, well, so now that the cat's out of the bag, you got to expand it so that you can have more meaning on more games. And I get that logic. Here's my counter. How do you know when you increase the quantity of playoff spots, the value of making the playoff is going to remain the same. That's right. I don't think That's it is. Right. It's and supply so, and demand. It, it operates in every industry, in every corner of our world. Except college football, which is apparently <laughs> going to be immune to it. So I remain skeptical there. <laughs> We're so excited to spend a few minutes with Josh Pate. He's got the late kick with Josh Pate. Whenever we try to reach out to Josh, it seems like his schedule is jam full. So this is a treat for us here on After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. Josh, in the first, let's say, five weeks or so, what have we learned about college football? It seems like it's the same teams at the top. You mentioned a few of the matchups that we've got, and we dive into conference play now. What's different, though, about this year that we didn't have last year? Here's what we did have last year. I kind of started calling it a renaissance season because going into 2021, you were being told 
same old teams make the playoff every year and there's there's no competitive balance blah 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 and it was it was the craziest year last year since 2007 2007 is its own universe nothing will ever <laughs> top that but 2021 was very very wild and i i think that people kind of thought that was a one off and i was one of them i just did not believe that we were going to get that level of crazy this year, Amy, 10 of the top 25 teams in the country lost just last week. Yeah. And that's been happening all year. And I know right now it feels like Bama and Ohio State and Georgia and the rest of the pack. And I do agree with that for the time being. But Ohio State showed vulnerability against Notre Dame in week one. Uh, Bama had Bryce Young go down last week, and they still rolled. But, look, they had to survive a scare against Texas. Georgia has looked as Meemaw would say, average as grits two weeks in a row. <laughs> and so I think that when you get out of that top three, here's where it really gets fun. Uh, we do our own power ratings. But if you were to have a, a Vegas odds maker, someone who sets the numbers on this show right now, they would tell you the same thing. Number four through number 30 in college football right now, however you want to uh, you kind of put them in there, uh, there is like a 10-point gap between those teams. Wow. It is so crazy how balanced – the second tier of college football is right now. So that just means crazy Saturday after crazy Saturday. Mm. Who are a couple of teams, at least right now at this point, as we launch into October, that you uh, consider to be dark horses or teams that maybe will use this next month to kind of put themselves into that conversation or maybe separate themselves from that pack you just referenced? I think it's a huge weekend for Utah. I think if people were honest with themselves, anyone driving around listening right now, if you're honest with yourself, you watched Utah play Florida in week one, and they lost, and you probably hadn't watched them again. <laughs> and that's okay because you got a life to live. But I don't, so I've been watching them for you. <laughs> they are one of three teams in America that are top 12 in total offense, total defense. Okay, And you don't think that about them because you kind of cast them off. They're a Pac-12 team. They lost in week one. You probably said to yourself, there goes Utah season. Well, no, that was never the case. They're playing really good football now. Now, why I say this is a big weekend for them is because they go on the road to UCLA, a team also playing the best football they've played under Chip Kelly. If they can get that one, that sets up that date next week in Salt Lake City with USC coming to town. And Utah, unlike the other teams out there, they're already kind of in wounded animal back against the wall mode because they can't afford to lose again. So I'd look at them, and I'll tell you the most underrated team in the country right now is Mississippi State. People aren't going to pay them any mention because they're in the wrong division. Because they're not going to top Alabama, so they're they're not going to Atlanta, and therefore they're probably not going to the playoff. Uh, Mississippi State is very very underrated right now. So those are two teams I have my eye on. I always enjoy the Red River rivalry, uh, Texas and Oklahoma. I know they're not ranked this year, first time in quite a long time, but I just remember that atmosphere at the Texas State Fair, being there for some of their glory days. It's Odd, though, right, because they're getting ready to jump ship. But that rivalry to me is special, and I kind of love that, getting into the month of, of October where we have more and more of these games that truly do have history and bring that incredible element to it. I hope that doesn't go away. And I'm not just referring to Texas, Oklahoma, but that's part of my challenge with conference realignment is to not get upset when we lose some of the great rivalries in the, in the sport. Yeah, and you know, I went to that game last year. It was the first time I'd ever been there, covering it or as a fan. And I, some of my buddies from back home, I grew up in rural Georgia. So 
we heard about the Red River game growing up, but it was always Iron Bowl. It was just always SEC for us. And so, you know, they're still where they were in high school and middle school. No one moves from my hometown. They all just <laughs> live in my hometown. So I'm the only one that gets out into the world and experiences it for everyone. So they asked me, what was that game like? And they got insulted when I told them, oh, it was every bit of uh, what the Iron Bowl is. I, I loved it. It was such a unique atmosphere. Yes. And at halftime, you know, you've been there, so you know, you, you can just walk up that tunnel. I mean, Amy, at halftime of the game, I walked out of the stadium, went to the fair, and got a corn dog and a funnel cake, <laughs> and got right back down on the field before the second half started. Yes! So that was great. Absolutely. I've never been to a game like it. And uh, just remember the noise and also the way that the stadium is completely divided where you've got half in burnt orange and half in the crimson and cream. There's so many things about it that were tremendous. Josh Pate is with us after hours on CBS Sports Radio. Congratulations on signing a new deal with CBS Sports in 24-7. Your show has exploded in such amazing ways. It's so much fun uh, to kind of follow this meteoric rise, Josh, with your show. What does this mean to you to have not just the job security, but the ability to continue doing what you love the way that you want to? Well, it means everything. And I, I sort of came up envying people who were responsible enough in high school and college to get in that either multimedia or journalism or broadcast track, go for four years and get pumped out on that assembly line right to a job waiting for them and start working their way up the rungs of the ladder. I didn't do that. I was not the greatest student in the world. I spent a large portion of my early and mid-20s having no clue what I wanted to do and where I was going. And I remember pretty vividly someone telling me one day, I said this on the show the other night when we made the announcement, they said to me, you need to learn that a job doesn't have to be something you hate. There actually are <laughs> careers at the intersection of your talent and your passion. Nice. And boy, that clicked with me. And I mean, it didn't happen overnight, but I got myself in gear. And the fact that in this country, you can get paid to talk about college football all year is mind boggling <laughs> to me, but yet we can do it. And so we have a ton of fun with it. And, you know, I, I Amy, I noticed about six or seven years ago, I just didn't think that the overall college football media industry, whatever you want to call it, was putting out the kind of content I liked. And I didn't think I was alone. And so I said, well, let's do something about it. And so it's just college. It's nothing else. It's no pro. It's no politics. It's nothing else. It's just college football. And we have fun. We think it's a pretty good product. I got a great staff, full support of management. And it's, it's been a blessing. And I think we've only just begun to mm-hmm. quote the Carpenters. Well, and considering everything that's happening in college football and the fact that it is changing at light speed, as I said, uh, this is a perfect time to be able to settle in for the long haul. So you can find Josh on Twitter at Late Kick Josh, but the show is called The Late Kick with Josh Pate. It's live on Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, 8 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, if you head to his Twitter, there's links there. And again, congratulations on being able to get this deal in place, but also to have the creative control. That's amazing. I'm so happy for you i really appreciate it i always appreciate being on the last time we talked i was driving home from the national championship game so i think we'll do this again before uh before seven months from now (laughs) we will we definitely will and i will hold you to that uh now that josh is super busy we've got to get his people to connect with our people and our people is jay But that's okay. Jay's quality people. So thank you, Josh. Good to have you again. And yeah, right now, I feel like even more than the games, 
of course, in the places where you're talking college campuses and you're talking about the lifeblood um, parts of the country, the games are the crux. They, they're what matter the most. But honestly, I think the overarching landscape in college football is so in flux right now with everything that we talked about. All right, you can find us on Twitter, After Hours CBS. We post the link to our podcast every weekday morning on our Twitter page as well as our Facebook page named after the show. By the way, I love how much of a reaction and a rise we got out of you uh, responding to our conversation with former pro goalkeeper Jesse Bradley, who played in the U.S. Uh, he also played in other, well, in, on other continents, uh, continents and other countries. And just his insight into, well, first of all, Mariners fever, uh, but also building a winning culture and building chemistry. And then this wasn't even why we brought him on the show, but he dropped these these dropped these tidbits that now I know we're going to have to have him back again just to speak about his path. But he nearly died taking malaria medication when he was playing in Africa. He had to quit his career. He went through bouts of depression and anxiety before he found a new direction, a new purpose, and a new passion. And he's very inspiring, very encouraging. So if you didn't see that conversation with Jesse yet, it's on our YouTube channel. <gasps> Brand new YouTube! And actually, Jay and I have big plans. We're getting ready to record our next episode of Stairway to Seven. So if you missed the first two, all kinds of goodies on our YouTube channel. There's video versions of Ask Amy Anything, including one in which we're both dressed in red, white, and blue. So yeah, if you haven't found After, Amy, uh, After Hours with Amy Lawrence on YouTube, we've got all kinds of fun stuff there. And that includes, uh, posted just yesterday, our conversation that will inspire and encourage you with former pro goalkeeper Jesse Bradley. All right, uh, coming up, we've got our kind of dive into week number five as well as more on Wild Card Weekend. So it's all happening in October, like I said. It's After Hours with Amy Long. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Or at CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Here on After Hours, we like you as much as you like us. Hey, what's going on? I love the show. Thanks Thank for having you. me on. Hey, enjoying your show, Amy. I'm normally not up to hear you, but you got a hell of a show. Thank you. Hi, Amy. I remember uh, talking with you when you very first started on CBS. You're such a superstar. Amy, thank you for taking my call. First time calling, listening to your show every morning at the travel in the Boston. First time caller to any sports show ever, <laughs> so you are kind of taking my sports show virginity right now. Okay, but- well, that's not creepy at all. <laughs> This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Baby, and yeah, sometimes the song does demand that you turn up the radio, crank it. Uh, except I would not recommend that with me because now and then I tend to get loud. I'm not yelling. I'm, I'm just I'm excited about what it is that I'm saying. Uh, but this happens with my family and friends sometimes. I raise my voice because I'm passionate and I'm into the conversation, and I'll get the response, "Why are you yelling at me?" <laughs> It's really, it's such a buzzkill. I'm so into it. I'm getting all excited. I'm waving my hands and I get a, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> I'm not. No, no, <laughs> so please don't turn up the radio when you're listening to After Hours. <laughs> oh my gosh. But definitely turn it up if you're following some football this weekend. We just posted the second poll. It's a twofer. I told you it was free for all. We're getting crazy. We're breaking all the rules. Time to vote for the after hours game of the week. And yes, actually, there I was yelling. Now, our debate came down to the fourth game. We essentially agreed on the first three. The Raiders at the Chiefs, which is Monday night football. The Bengals at the Ravens, which is Sunday night football. 
We essentially agreed on the Cowboys and Rams because right now Dallas is three and one. Remember, Jerry Jones said even uh, even he wouldn't have believed that they would be three and one at this point after losing Dak. But right there with the Giants behind the Eagles in what is really sneaky, quickly becoming a division you have to pay attention to, and not just because of the drama. Is it possible that the NFC East is the best division in football? (gasps) That's sacrilegious. (laughs) No, I like it when they're a soap opera. (laughs) It's Cooper Clutch. (laughs) Anyway, it's... (laughs) Except for he was talking about Cooper Cup, wasn't he? Or was that actually Cooper Rush? That was Zeke talking about Cooper Rush. Oh, Zeke. That's right. Okay. So, yes, it's Cooper Clutch on one team and Cooper MVP slash... Triple crown winner on the other team. It's the battle of the Coopers. I like it. The Coopers play football. I like one a little more than the other, but yeah. Do you? I would say Cooper Cup would. What could you possibly have to say negatively about Cooper Rush? Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Zip it in there. You don't get to say anything negative about Cooper Rush. Cooper Clutch. Cooper Clutch. Thank you, Zeke. Although I did for a second think we were talking about Cooper Cup. Might be anyway. a little more clutch, but he's not the, he not the nickname. He's had a longer like a longer sample size. Sounds weird. He's had more of a sample size, more reps, a longer tenure to be able to impact the game around him. But I don't know. You give the other Coop some time. How many people thought Cooper Manning when they, we were talking about the Battle of the Coopers? If we call it the Coopers, would you? It would take place in like a boardroom. Everyone knows that Cooper Manning is Archie's favorite. <laughs> He's a pretty successful son. He's very successful. Just didn't be an NFL quarterback. <laughs> and but. his son is Arch. So, right. hey, now right. all of a sudden Cooper's in a position of influence, although he always was as the big brother. That family dynamic is so is so interesting. All right, so poll includes Raiders, Chiefs, Bengals, Ravens, Cowboys, Rams, and then we had the debate. Jay. <laughs> Jay wanted to include Giants- Green Bay Packers. And they're both three and one. Okay, it's in London. There's a lot of attention. I try to tell him I don't think anyone will vote for that game. You have to think like the people think, Jay. Are you in touch with the people? I Do you know so. what the people want? <laughs> I, I, I agreed pretty quickly that. I even think I said that. I don't think anyone nationally cares about the Giants, and they haven't earned that respect. They're still just this team who everyone thinks about as this trash team, and they kind of are. But... So I was, you know, three I didn't really push back. Three and one is three and one. They are three and one, though. I would so take that's three what, and one for my team right well, now. that's where my thought came from, where it's a battle of two three and one teams. Or are they a, as good as the Packers? Probably not, but they're three and one. They're there, so you can't take it away from them. But I, I didn't really push back too hard when uh, we opted to with the Bills and the, and the Steelers. You know, this could end up being a total... Like, win-win for the Giants. They go to London. They capture a bunch of new fans across the pond. But also, they could catch Aaron Rodgers thinking about beers in a pub. Did you hear what Rodgers had to say? He actually has kind of put out that the coaches, the Green Bay Packers coaches, chose to do all their prep at home before they fly to London. He was hoping for a vacation around this game. Coaches are creatures of habit even more than players. Anytime there's a minute adjustment to the schedule, it throws them all out of whack. (laughs) So I wouldn't read too much into that. Listen, we're all excited. I think the reason I said I wanted to go over early 
is just to experience a little bit of that culture. Pubs. Be able to get out and see some sights and interact with fans and shoot, go to a pub and have a see what I mean? Or, I knew it. Or whatever the local brew is. And, that's what we all want to do. You know, those of us that want to go over early, coaches are so concerned with, you know, the idiosyncrasies of the schedule and stuff. So any minute, uh, you know, change in that's going to throw them off. Okay, that might be my new favorite Aaron Rodgers answer. Oh, oh, <laughs> that's as, almost as good as R-E-L-A-X. All out of whack. <laughs> It throws them all out of whack. Oh, my gosh. Whoa. Why are you yelling? <laughs> Should have seen his eyes during it. <laughs> Lit up. All out of whack. Throws them all out of whack. So, wow. It's like he's trying to eat the microphone. So, my point is, for the Giants, maybe they can catch Aaron Rodgers sneaking a night at the pub, drinking the local brews. You never know. I could see him doing that. Could you? Although apparently if he the, drinks ayahuasca, I could see him yeah, drinking a local brew. Right. A, a brew at the pub isn't really that out of the question. For no. Him, Does he only drink vices? Is that the thing? As long as he's yes. not smoking them, I suppose. Although these days, that's not even something the NFL cares about. All right. So we went with not Giants and Packers because, well, as we explained, I don't think that game would get any votes. But I do think across the country, number one, the Bills are still considered one of the best teams in the NFL. And no one's forgotten uh, how they smashed the Rams earlier in the season. And I know they've suffered a couple of letdowns and, and frustrating games. But the way they just came back against the Ravens in Baltimore maybe sets them off now, sets them on a new path, uh, gives them a new fire and kind of reminds them of how good they can be and should be and the expectations they have for themselves. Plus, Kenny Pickett, welcome to the NFL, rookie. You want to start? Well, here, how about in Orchard Park, where they body slam tables for fun? Uh-huh. Let's do this thing. Let's see what you got. So, yes, I do believe Steelers-Bills will have a lot of intrigue for those two reasons. So, I talked Producer Jay off of London Town and into Steelers-Bills. Ball out of whack. <laughs> Speak for yourself. All right, so the poll is up on Twitter, A-Law Radio, or our show Twitter, After Hours CBS. By the way, uh, when we shared the video of the pit bull who refused to get out of the pool uh, about 24 hours ago, <laughs> the responses I got to that, we shared it on both Twitter and Facebook. I went back and watched it again on Thursday when I had a couple of free seconds. It's still funny. I still know the pit bull won't get out of the pool, and it's funny anyway. Just so, it's so great that dogs can make us laugh like that. Penny still makes me laugh every day. My friend uh, that I mentioned was visiting from Denmark. She's not a huge dog lover. She's pretty afraid of them. And I said to her, Penny's very friendly. She's very gentle. Does she jump? I was like, man, Penny hasn't jumped in about three years. <laughs> poor, poor Penny. Penny just wanted someone to talk to her. Just pet and, me. I'll and be my, fine. My friend was was nervous, but by the t by the time she left, she was bonding with Penny, so it was good. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. Do we have to talk about Thursday night football again at the top of the oh. hour? Can we like can we skip it? Pretend like it didn't happen. No. I mean, the player is almost. Really, Tom, did that. Tom Brady was was prophetic. If you missed what he had to say about the football in the first month, I, he knew what was going to happen in Thursday night football.
I think there's a lot of bad football from what I watch, you know. <laughs> I watch a lot of bad football, a lot of, yeah, poor quality of football. That's what I see. Yep, that was Thursday Night Football in a nutshell. So if you don't want to hear about it, well, you're probably going to have to skip the first segment of next hour. <laughs> but in the meantime, we've got more goodies for you. So polls up on social media. Plus, we want to remind you that defense wins championships. All about it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Defense wins championships. Defense wins championships. I wanted this so bad. I dreamed this, man. I don't know who the tackle is and I'm going against, but I'm, I'm going to kill him. No. And no. I check all the boxes. Late rush. He throws it down the field. Intercepted at the 30. 25-20. Micah Fitzpatrick goes into the end zone. Defense. 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 That's dangerous. Did you know defense wins championships? Just take our words for it. And if you don't feel like you can buy in, uh, you don't smell what we're stepping in, well, just give us a chance. It's definitely uh, right now a league in which the defense is showing off. We've got some defenses that are flexing their muscles, especially as offenses are trying to find a rhythm. It's inconsistent at best. There are very few offenses that look fluid and look as though they're locked in for an entire four quarters. Maybe week five produces something different, but early on, defenses are making noise. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Colts linebacker Zaire Franklin was a major reason why the Colts were able to hold the Broncos at bay. No touchdowns, 0 for 4 in the red zone. Yeah, Stephon Gilmore had not just an interception, but a ball tipped away on the last play of the game. Franklin ended up with nine tackles and had, uh, in addition, five of those solo. So we're we're looking at a, a defense that's doing the same thing for the Colts as many defenses that I just mentioned. 
Matt Ryan and the Colts offense has looked messy at times. There was no Jonathan Taylor last night, and yet this defense is so good. It's physical. It's tough. And they are right now giving the Colts a chance to win every time out. That's what you look for. You know, as a defense, that's what you want. You want you want the game to be in your hands. You want to be the, the last play. You want to end the game. And, um, you know, it all comes down to execution. And, you know, that's what we was able to do. Twice they denied the Broncos in the late stages of the fourth quarter and then into overtime when they're into the red zone. So the Colts defense definitely earns game balls all around. As for the Broncos and Bradley Chubb, he had... Uh, Two and a half sacks last night of the six against Matt Ryan. So the Broncos linebacker, as as disheartening as it is, as the team loses again at home or loses at home and falls to two and three, he says they are not giving up and they're not fractured in their locker room. I've been on two and three teams a couple times, you know, uh, in my, my tenure in the NFL. And this is the best. I've seen guys rally around each other. The best I've seen guys stay together. Like nobody's pointing a finger, nobody is uh, doubting each other. Nobody, everybody is. We know it's gonna pop. You know what I'm saying? And when it does pop, it's gonna be it's gonna be a rude awakening for everybody. I love that. We know it's gonna pop, and when it does pop, it's gonna be a rude awakening for everybody. We need that as a drop, Jay. We could use that about our show. We know it's gonna pop, and when it pops, it's gonna be a rude awakening for everybody in sports radio. That's fantastic. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Don't you love this ominous music that producer Jay has chosen for Defense Wins Championships? What is this? I dig this. Just some NFL music that I happen to stumble across. This is amazing. Is it from NFL Films, the old NFL Films music? I don't believe so. It was just YouTube. I typed defense music. You (laughs) did not. You typed in defense (laughs) and music on YouTube and this is what it gave you? I mean, I had a couple options. I like this one the best. It sounds like old NFL Films music to me. Yes, it's going to pop. And when it does, it's going to be a rude awakening for everybody else out there. (laughs) That's awesome. Meanwhile, Tom Brady says, we're just watching some really bad football. (laughs) We know it's going to (laughs) pop. And the Broncos defense did its job, too. Sacking Matt Ryan six times, a couple interceptions, over two in the red zone. Unfortunately, neither offense could get into the end zone last night. And so it, it set... NFL offense, football offense back a few decades. All right, moving on to what's to come in week five. We've got one of your game of the week candidates from the AFC West. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs fresh off that Sunday night game in which they essentially had their way against the Buccaneers defense. How did that happen? Well, they established the run, but Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, creative, elusive. He just makes it up as he goes Mahomes along. magic. Yeah, I mean, they had it all working in Tampa. Can they carry that forward? Now, one thing that Patrick's been talking about this season is that he's not going downfield quite as much. Well, it stands to reason that some of that left with Tyree Kill, right? Tyree Kill was stretching the field against all defenses, and he was the one who Patrick could look for downfield because he was so speedy he could get under any of the air balls that Pat threw. And so Pat was talking about this during the week, that there are fewer deep plays and deep balls that the Chiefs are even trying uh, or connecting on this year. I've learned over especially this last season and into this season is um, in order for offense to have success sometimes, I'm going to have to be patient and take the underneath stuff um, and, and get those throws to move the chains. And uh, trusting our offense that we're going to convert on third down, 
Um, and then when the, the shots come, I have to be able to execute and hit them. Um, and that's something that uh, I think defenses are going to continue to do to us until I continue to prove it. Um, and uh, as the season goes on, I'm sure those big shots will continue to start happening more and more often. Another game to watch this weekend. The Dolphins without Tua Tungo-Valoa on the road at the Jets, who just beat the Steelers last week in Pittsburgh. It's Teddy Bridgewater. So what does Jets defensive coordinator Jeff Ulbrich know about Teddy? He's an experienced player that sees the field very well. Um, he's still a good athlete, even though he's been playing for quite a bit. Uh, so he can challenge you with his legs and his arm and, and his mind. Cincinnati at Baltimore out of the AFC. The Ravens, defense, and offense both embarrassed last week in that fourth quarter collapse against the Bills. Marlon Humphrey says watching TV these days can knock you down a peg. The cafeteria will humble you. You know, it got, you got, you know, the Good Morning Football, NFL Network. You know, it's something I want to do one day, so I think some guys will be mad at me one day. But it's humbling to look up there and be like, dang, we got Marcus Peters, Ballhawk, got me. Marcus Williams, Dog, Chuck, all these guys, great players, but, you know, we're still trying to come together. I mean, to look up there and be eating lunch and you see 32nd, you're just like, it's great to see because, you know, I, I like to stay humble, but we're still trying to gel together, um, and we, we really want to get that, you know, 32nd down. AFC North battle on Sunday Night Football, the right place to start, Cincinnati at Baltimore. Meanwhile, it's Pittsburgh with Kenny Pickett starting at Buffalo, where the Bills' defense is anchored and propelled and energized by one Vaughn Miller, who has a very specific plan for game days. I like to go into the game and have peace. I like to go into the game knowing I did everything that I possibly could to have success in this game. And... um that gives me peace, and whether we win or whatever the outcome may be, you know, I'm at peace because I know I did everything that I possibly could do. And sometimes, you know, the football guys, they just, you know, not on your side. But um, they've been, they've had our favor for, you know, a little bit here. And um, I just like to put myself in the best possible situation to have success. So that's what I do. If it's from a mental standpoint or a physical standpoint or an emotional standpoint, you know, when I go into the game, I'm, I'm at peace. His former team, the Rams, trying to defend that Super Bowl title. Bobby Wagner is a great addition. He hits hard, especially when guys streak onto the field. You just never know. You never know. Like, people just run on the field for no reason sometimes. And, and um, again, you know, I'm pretty sure it's going to keep happening. But you never know what that person is. They got in their pocket, their hands, they whatever. Kind of like what I said, you know, after the game. And so, um you know, there's consequences for your actions. <laughs> the consequences for your actions, if you run out onto the field when Bobby Wagner is lurking, you get flattened. And that dumb streaker has the nerve to file a police report when he is trespassing and running out onto a field at a professional football game. What a dummy. I don't like to call people names much, but dumb dumb. You're not going to win that battle. You're not going to win that war. Nor are you going to win when Bobby Wagner is coming right at you. So maybe best to stay in your seat and keep your pink smoke to yourself. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.